You are listening to the Gate 7 International Podcast, a podcast connecting Olympiacos fans from Melbourne to Baltimore, from London to Piraeus. We are four Olympiacos fans from every corner of the world, bringing you news and interviews of the team you love in English. With new episodes twice a week, you'll never lose the latest updates and stories of the team you love. This is our team, our city, and our land. Man, Oniro Trello. You're listening to the Gate 7 International Podcast. Hello, 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 everyone. Good morning. Welcome to the Gate 7 International Podcast, your official English source for all things Olympiakos FC and Greek football. My name is Peter Thompson. I am here with Adi Bulubasis. We've both got our matching Olympiakos hats on today. Shout out, Adi, for giving me this hat. Um, although we're not talking about Olympiakos today, we're going to be talking about the Greek national team, Ethniki Omada. We've got some games coming up for the first time in a while. And uh, yeah, we're going to break down the squad. We're going to talk about tactics a little bit and uh, maybe just a little bit of chatting about the three games that come up. How's it going, Adi? It's a little early, Peter. It's a little early. It is a little early. Coffee. Mikali's sleeping. But can't can't complain, man. Get up. Talk about some some football. Even if it's ethnic Yomada. It's not Costa and Lambro's favorite thing, but you and I still love it. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, yeah, it is it's 422 a.m. here for me. Um we will we will talk about we'll talk <laughs> about the ethnic Yomada today. Um, this, uh, this is what we'll talk about. Uh, I prefer not to speak. If I speak, I will be in big trouble is I believe the phrase that I want to use here. Um, so we're going to talk about the ethniki. Maybe some people want to hear about other things, but we'll talk about the Greek national team today. So Adi, I guess there's nowhere better to start than the squad. I'm just going to read names off and, uh, we'll go by the position. So the goalkeepers, Obviously, Vlahodimos will probably start, and then Diudis and Paskalakis are uh, our backup goalkeepers. Um, we also have in defense Andrusos, Saliakas, Hatsidiakos, Kiriakos Papadopoulos. Um, Mavropanos was selected, but I believe he's injured, so he won't be playing. Um, Tavelas, Yanulis, Chimikas, Kutris. Retsos. So quite a few defenders in the squad there. In the midfield, Zeka, Galanopoulos, Bakasetas, Alexandropoulos, Buhalakis, Shiopis, and credit to JVS for literally finding some random guy I've never heard of in my entire life, Yanis Papanikolaou, who is a central midfielder that will be playing with us. So interested to see uh, what he can do. Um, I'm sure he'll get at least a little bit of time because we do have a friendly game on uh, Wednesday. And then in attack, we have Vrusai, Masuras, Funtas, Limnios, Mantalos, Pavlidis, Duvikas. Uh, Solis was originally included. He is now replaced by Hatsi Yovanis. So I don't know, Adi. Not the greatest looking squad, especially now that Solis is out. He was off to a strong start in England. But uh, what are your initial thoughts? Was there anything that surprised you? Anyone that you are uh, are missing that you would have wanted to see in the team? 
I'm going to be honest with you. I was surprised to see Retzos's name in there and uh, Papa Nicolau. Um, I like seeing different people called up. But yeah. Papa Nicolau is interesting. The more interesting part is Papa Nicolau is also more of a six. So we just seem to call up yet another six into this team. Yeah. Um, I did I did like seeing that uh Alexandropoulos is in there. So yeah. that, that does give me a little bit more hope. But the sad thing is, you know, Belkas was hurt, which is why he wasn't in the call sheet. Fortunis, we also know, is hurt, not in the call sheet. So what other creative players? There's, there's are nothing there? in JVS's way. It's going to be Bacasetas all 90 minutes of each game. I mean, Montalos um, maybe, but we all know JVS is going to go with this guy. Uh, the thing for me is I I know that Yakumakis accumulated yellows and he was going to miss one of the games anyway, but I still think he should have been called up. Um. One, I know there were some people that were concerned that he hadn't been playing, but Kiriakos Papadopoulos has, pay, has literally played a free agent. Minutes, he's, he's he doesn't even have a team right yeah. now. Yeah, so you guys are concerned with Yakumakis, who's literally about to sign with Celtic. I mean, also and not Papa, to be that Kiriakos guy, but has no team. Not to be that guy, but like Vrusai has not played very much recently either. We can say, yeah. Um, yeah. Or and well. the thing is for that matter no yeah to be honest i I'm, i guess maybe it's a matter of not having anyone else available but i was a bit surprised to see him um but yeah i mean i would have liked to see yakumakis even i guess he's gonna have to serve his suspension sometime theoretically so you know i guess they're just putting it off but i don't know i don't know how i feel about that but um yeah that's the team folks um as as we said, Mavropanos is injured, and it doesn't appear that it's been announced who is replacing him. Um, please no Svarnas. Maybe they'll replace him with uh, someone at another position because they do have quite a few defenders in the team. Um, but yeah, definitely that that Papa Nicolau guy. I, like I said, I'd never heard of him. Uh, I went and looked him up, and and you know, went and saw where he played, um, but I still haven't watched him play. Um, so I'd certainly be intrigued to see him get in there. I don't know how much he will play. I think we'll probably see a lot of Zeka, a little bit of Buhalakis, maybe a little bit of Shiopis and Galanopoulos in the central midfield as well. But, um, you know, we do have the friendly against Switzerland on Wednesday. So obviously that will, uh, we'll probably see some really fun stuff from JVS and see a lot of players play that wouldn't normally play before, uh, the big games come up and it's back to plan A. Yeah, I gotta. What what did Gotziras do uh, to not ever get a call up? I I wish that's I could a really good question. Understand that because for right backs, he's one of the best that we have. Not don't get me wrong, I'm I I'd be happy if Adruzos plays because I want to see Adruzos play. But we all know he's not the best right back available, especially defensively. But Gotziras yeah. is a little bit more well rounded. He's a good player. And he, for some reason, never gets a call-up. Saliakas I was pretty high on last season in Greece. But I I don't know. So, <laughs> sometimes I wonder. Sometimes I wonder what's going through JVS's head. The when you look when you look at this roster, 
there's no goal poacher. There's no prototypical nine on this roster at all. You have Bavlidis, who we all know is much more of a hold-up player. He's started off the season well so far, but not a not a typical number nine. Funtas, closer in some respects, but a better ball player as well, on fire to start the season. And Duvikas. I love Duvikas. I think he's a very talented player. Also started the season well. Not a typical number nine. So, I... I'm just confused, and I'm worried we're going to see something like Funtas get pushed out on the wing again, um, which even though we know he can play there, I, I don't know. I'm just, I, I'm just so, con- I'm so concerned. But at the same time, I can't necessarily fault him because our 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 better players are hurt in a lot of positions, so there's not much else he can do. I mean, I, I guess. I guess the one thing would have been Yakumakis in in uh well that's what we said earlier you know, yeah that's, so that's an easy solution and and it's funny I think because you know Yakumakis I think is becoming a divisive player I know Lambro doesn't like him very much um but not because he doesn't like him because <laughs> he doesn't like him as a player it's because well, he scored against Olympiacos but, as, but I no but I think my point stands I think um he like had a big season, but he also had a big season in like a very poor team in a division where people score lots of goals. So, you know, I think there are some people who are like, oh, Yakumakis, look at all these goals he scored. What a player he is. And then there are other people like, calm down, guys. It's the Dutch league. Everyone right. scores lots of goals. Um, oh, and that's a fair point. And so like he didn't it's, get a team. Yeah. And it's interesting. I think there's a bit of polarization there, but like, hold your horses JVS because like, I think even the people sort of that are, aren't as high on him would agree that he's, you know, good enough to be in this team. Um, you know, as, as we said, like, you know, there's basically three strikers and Funtas might not even be used as a striker in this team. And none of them really have the quality um, in that, like, ability to pop up for goals, that ability to like win stuff in the air, that strength in the box that Yakumakis does. Um, I really feel like you could have chosen to include him and drop another winger. Um, even if that would mean, I guess only playing with what three wingers, maybe four, depending on how uh, JVS uses people. But I wouldn't mind seeing Funtas on the wing. If it meant Yakumakis up top, I'm just worried we're going to see Funtas on the wing. And then like, Rusai up top. I don't even know. Like, um, so that's sort of my thoughts about that, Adi. I guess Yakumakis is one player I was really surprised not to see. He's obviously been called up. And uh, yeah, like you said about match fitness, like no one in the Greek league has played games. Panathinaikos has played friendlies only. Um, so. Yeah, from uh, our co-host Costa who, uh, as you guys know, yesterday said he will not be saying anything on the national team until things change. Uh, He's saying things. He's typing things. I guess that's (laughs) semantics here. Uh, Pavlidis' goal assist the other day, no-brainer up front, but JVS not in control. Uh, Yeah, no, Pavlidis uh, did have a great game yesterday. Our our good friend Chuck actually kept, was tweeting nonstop about him yesterday. Uh, Had a lot of opportunities great chances on target so 
good to see. I mean, but everybody that's been called up has started the season off well. Funtas and Pavlidis in particular have been on fire. Um, and now everybody believes there's we have like a curse at the number nine for Greece because no one can seem to score there. I just believe that JVS in particular doesn't seem to get the best out of these strikers. I don't believe in curses. I do believe in impotent managers, and JVS is one. So I don't know what's going to happen. I hope, you know, I almost, I almost, every, I always say like, oh, maybe, maybe we'll see something in the friendly that he'll do. And he'll probably do something fun, and it might look cool, and we might play well against Switzerland. But then he's going to go back, and we're going to play like ass against Kosovo. And this is a, this is a, a round or a series of games we have to win both games because yeah. if Sweden wins if Sweden wins that first game and we don't get three points from Kosovo that's it we, we've we've lost the qualification now there's nothing we can do about it this is yeah. a really important set of games you know what I mean and we could win against Kosovo and maybe stomach a draw against Sweden and the reason I say maybe is because then at least it's you know what? We're still probably three points behind, three or four points behind Switzerland or Switzerland, Sweden, and it's it's not the easiest thing to do because then we're hoping for Sweden to fail, but it's better than nothing. But still, I mean, for me, it's you got to we're in a position you have to win both games or this qualification uh, is in is in jeopardy. Uh, FM underscore Bana. Um, we're not going to be touching anything on Libyakos today. It's going to be ethnic but uh, we are monitoring this and we'll, we'll be getting things out on socials as stuff happens. Um, Fethanos, you're absolutely right here. Isakson, oh my God, I, I'm worried about what he's going to do to our defense. So, uh, <laughs> Lambro forgot to log into his burner account today. He says, nice hats, nerds. No one cares about NT. Talk Olympiacos. Hey, Look, nerds, guys, if you don't care, world. don't watch. It's really that simple. But we'll have, we will have Olympiacos content out in a couple of days. We usually do a midweek episode and a weekend episode. We literally had an episode yesterday, and we'll have something coming out soon about Olympiacos. We just figured we'd do a quick one on the national team, and we'll be back. We'll be tweeting stuff as well all day. So feel free to talk about it. Hit us with a DM on there, add us, see what, if you really have any questions for us, just give us an at, and that includes you as well, Labro. Um, <laughs> thank you for the hats comment. But yeah, so to, to review, we've got the friendly against Switzerland, as you mentioned, Adi, and then um, we've got our big rivals, Kosovo, a huge team that we've had some absolute duels with in the Nations League, and then we've got Sweden. Um, and as you said, Adi, like, project Qatar like we have to start accumulating these points um you know this all this talk about making the world cup we've we've got to put something into action um and so that's what what JVS has got to do so um I don't know Adi I guess maybe we can talk about tactics more specifically we sort of outlined the squad um we've got Fetano saying at least defensive powerhouse Moldova isn't in the group <laughs> sounds about right Moldova also massive rivals of JBS and and uh yeah well we're we're glad we've avoided them um yes but yeah Adi I guess we can maybe go through and say what we would want to see as far as a starting 11 
And then, uh, you know, we can probably comment a bit on what we expect to see from JVS uh, because he's, he's, you know, whatever's going on behind the scenes, he ends up being a pretty predictable guy when it really matters. Um, but I think we can obviously all agree Vlahodimos will be in, in goal. Of course, I would like to see Chimikas. Uh, he's been off to an incredible start. We really haven't talked about it as much as we should be. Um, but so, so proud of Chimikas, although this random Robertson guy is like back from injury and starting ahead of Chimikas. <laughs> like, I don't even know who this guy is, but um, he's he's back in the team. But I still think there's a role for Chimi in in rotating and, you know, being a sub. Um, but yeah, I, I hope Jimmy Cuss starts at the left. He's got no excuse not to at this point. He's probably been arguably the best Greek player in the last few weeks in terms of form. Um, the the center backs are quite poor. I almost want to see Retsos, even though I was surprised to see him in the, in, in, the, in the team at all. I don't even know how he's been playing recently, but, you know, I'm looking at Savelas Papadopoulos, like these names don't really get me excited. Um, maybe, maybe Retsos in there. I, I guess maybe we have to end up including Saveras. He does play all right for the Ethniki, but um, so maybe those two, or maybe Hatsi Diakos instead of Retsos as well. Um, yeah, to be honest, Adi, I know, you know, we've maybe been a bit hard on Antruzos when we talk Olympiakos, but I would almost start. Um, Kotsiras, if he was included in the team, to be honest with you. Um, but I think I'll go with Andrusos on the right. I guess it maybe depends. Maybe if we're playing Sweden, we don't want to to have Andrusos. We want to have someone more defensive-minded. But um, that is probably my back four. Uh, we can go with Zeka and Garanopoulos in the midfield. Um, hopefully Garanopoulos gets some football under his belt here for the Ethniki, some some real minutes for the first time in a while, and we can see some of the good stuff that we saw a couple of years ago. Um, and I guess out of necessity, Bakasetas for me would sit on the bench if I was the manager. And Montalos in that number 10 spot does not do a bad job, so uh, I would go with him. On the wing, we've got to have Masuras. Um, and then honestly, Adi, I'm going to put Funtas out there just because there's nobody else. I don't want to see Hatsi Diaco or um, Hatsi Yovanis. I don't want to see Limnios. And sorry, Vrusai, I don't really think he's up for it either. Um, so I'm actually going to put Funtas out there just out of pure necessity, even though I know, um, you know, we've talked about that we don't like doing that. And then I guess Pavelidis starts up front. Uh, maybe he can sort of facilitate out to the wing and our wingers can score some goals with him distributing or, or maybe he gets on the score sheet as well, even though he never seems to do so with the ethnic key. But that's kind of what I would do. And, you know, I expect I expect Kuli Papadopoulos and Zavailas at the back. I expect probably some weird combination that we can't even predict it in, in the front three. And I expect Bacasetas in there, but who knows? Maybe we'll see something cool. I would, when it comes to the defense, I don't think we have much of a choice. Uh, you have to have Adrutos in there because from what, from the injuries that have happened and what we know the lineup is going to be, at least for the qualifiers, there's not going to be much of an offensive spark. So you need somebody that's going to overlap and get forward. Uh, it has to be Tsimikas on the other end uh, because... Not that we don't not that we don't have a lot of left backs that can play, but he's the one that defends the best. Uh, maybe because 
because of what's available, we play Yanulis as a left wing. That experiment. You know, I was going to mention that. I wonder if we'll see that maybe just even in a friendly because like the wingers yeah. are so bleak right now. And Yanulis obviously can. And the, exper the experiment he did before with that, it didn't bear a lot of fruit, we'll say. But at the very least, it was interesting to see. Maybe we try it again because just because we don't really have much else we can work with. Um, again, forgetting the friendly, uh, you're going to see Tzavelas, Kiriakos Papadopoulos. He's used them plenty already, and we, especially with Mavropanos hurt, any hope of them not starting is gone. So he's going to play those two together. That's going to be your center back. It's probably going to be Tsimikas. And I'd imagine at the very least against Kosovo, Adrutos will play right back. Maybe Saliakas is going to play against Sweden because he's more defensive-minded. We'll see. The midfield is going to be, for me, it's it has to be, it has to be Galanopoulos and then either one of Zeka or um, Siopi. Siopi's had very nice energy, uh, but I have a nasty feeling we might not see that. I think we're going to see like two two sixes. I think we're going to see maybe Zeka or Bukalakis, Zeka Siopis. Then we're in real trouble because Bakasetas is going to be playing the 10 and he's not creative at all. And we're we're probably going to see he might give Limnios a shot. Um, I, I'm not going to be surprised if I see that. I would prefer to see somebody like Masuras, even if he's on the right, because at least he gets into some scoring positions. And you have to play if you're going to be playing with inside wingers you need some that actually have an eye for goal and that are actually going to get opportunities and statistically that's going to be masuras based on what we have here especially with notzolis so that that's uh, and then at striker Pavl he seems to go with pavlidis more often than not and i'm okay with that in this in this i do want to see uh funtas though because funtas has just been on fire so he needs to get an opportunity whether it's a sub or whether it's starting against you know, Kosovo out on the wing. I'm okay with that as well. Uh, I'm just, I'm mega worried, uh, you know, for the, for those that maybe don't know when the teams, um, the teams are playing September 1st is the friendly against Switzerland. Uh, September 5th is the game against Kosovo. And then three days later on the eighth is going to be the game against Sweden, which is really important. Comment here from uh, OLFC Fan Club in California. Thank you for joining us. There are more promising and faster defenders than Kiriakos Papadopoulos, uh, Retsos, and Nicolau. Um, yeah, there are. You're absolutely right. But as we've beaten to death on this podcast, it's not. It's you know, it's not about that. We know that there are other politics at play. Unfortunately, uh, that's something that spineless JVS isn't going to ever confront. So that's, you're never going to see probably the two or three names I know are in your head as long as JVS is coach. And we just have to deal with that. Also, I want to say Olympia, if, if, if the person operating Olympiacos FC fan club of California is in California right now at three forty-three AM watching gate seven international, huge shout out, absolutely massive shout out. We appreciate you. But I don't know, maybe they're they're in Greece or whatever. But anyway, yeah, I mean, I, I absolutely agree as well. Kirikos Papadopoulos does not have a club right now. This guy went to Saudi Arabia, you know, chased the money um, and couldn't even get in the team. You know, obviously some good players go to Saudi Arabia, but at the end of the day, they have a cap on foreign players. Like, usually the foreign players are the ones playing a lot 
it's it's usually quite easy for them to get in the team and he's he's absolutely not done that um so a bit concerning from that but he's still as we said he's it's very likely that he plays every serious minute of football for us uh which is a bit unfortunate to be honest with you um that this is kind of what makes these a bit more boring oh they are they are in uh, in the bay area so there you go we uh, we That's appreciate lovely. you either staying up very late or getting up early for me i'm an early bedtime person so 3 a.m is stay is getting up early but if maybe you're up late but either way huge appreciation thank you so much for tuning in um but yeah adi i mean these are almost these these previews are almost a bit more boring because in a way we do a lot of times just sort of know what's going to happen in terms of the starting 11. Um, yeah. It's going to be Bacasetas. We're going to drone. We're going to say what we've said before. It's not news to anybody. It's going to be Taveras and Papadopoulos. You know, we're going to, we're going to get this stuff. Um, but at the end of the day, Adi, as we said, this is a huge pair of games against Kosovo and Sweden. You mentioned basically we want to really get six points or at least four points to even think about being able to qualify again. So, Adi, I want to ask you, let's say we get three points or less. So maybe we beat Kosovo or, and we lose to Sweden, or we draw both, or we just draw one of them. How badly do you think we have to do for JVS to just get, get, the, get the hook, as they say, to get sacked? Do you think it happens after Kosovo. these games? Uh, he draws Kosovo. He draws close. He's gone. I think he's gone. Now, I, part of me wonders if there's going to be some leniency because everybody's injured. Don't forget, guys, Masudas is injured. I know I think I actually brought him up as like starting on the wing, but Masudas is injured. I don't even think he's making the trip now mm -hmm. that now that we're talking about it. So his winger choices are literally Limio, Katziovanis, Vrusai. Disgusting. If he plays Funtas on the wing. So he doesn't really yeah, have honestly, Yanulis is the best option. It has to even be said. Even so, even so for that left wing, yeah. Yes. Even even so, though, if he draws Kosovo, that's it. It's done. Be you know, because it, it's still Kosovo. You still had you still have other options that you neglected to pick up or bring with you. Maybe not many of them, but you had other options. And you put yourself in this position. It, it just has to be said. He put himself here with the decisions he made against Georgia. So we have to win. It doesn't matter what resources are available. We have to win against Kosovo. If he does not win against Kosovo, the job's in jeopardy. Just to bring up, we didn't actually go through the points or the standings for the, t for the group yet, but Spain is, Spain is currently winning the group. They're, they have got seven points. They did play three games. They're one, they're one of only two teams that have played three games so far. So they're at the top of the group with seven points. Sweden's got two wins, two, two games, two wins, six points. They're in second. We've got two draws from two games. So we're sitting at two points. Georgia's got one point, and Kosovo has nothing. So it's not yet out of reach for us. Not yet. But we draw against Kosovo. There's problems. So we need to get the win. I don't care how ugly it is. Has to be a win. He doesn't win against Kosovo. He's on the hot seat, especially if he then turns around and loses to Sweden. Huge problem. Huge problem. And yeah, uh, Zafiro 05, we are doomed without Fortunis. I, I agree with you. You know, JVS won't admit it. And Fortunis bailed him out 
on more than a couple scenarios and he still treated him like crap. So you know what? Now he doesn't have the crutch. Now he doesn't have the impact sub that can change things for him off the bench. So we'll see. He, uh, what, what are they, what's this? How does the saying go? Uh, you made your bed. Now you sleep in it. There you go. This, that's, this is what's going to happen. He made his bed. Now he gets to sleep in it. Um, oh, us. why do you do this to me, man? Guys, is there low-key Fetanos has a point? Like, God, I'm sorry, but, like, the wingers are so poor for this team. They're so goddamn poor. I actually, like, let me see, Kolovos, what form has he been in recently? No, I'm, I don't care. No, I'm, <sighs> Kolovos is, I'm done. I'm done with him. I know he's he's like the only Greek seeing Champions League football right now. But that's embarrassing. Uh, well, no, Chimikas. Yeah. is it. Well, t- yes, Chimikas as well. Um, but uh, again, if Chimikas sees Champions League football now that Robertson's back, he will. He'll get yeah. he'll get rotated. He'll certainly get at least a sub appearance, I think. But anyway, Golovos um, had a goal against uh Dinamo Zagreb in the qualifiers. So guys, I hate to say it. I really do. I know there's a lot of Olympiacos fans watching, but Vrusai is not as good as Kolovos right now. Uh, it like hurts to cut in my mouth. It really does hurt. But like, uh, we just got to accept the hard truth sometimes around here, folks. I really do apologize. But anyway, I, I, Fetanos makes a lot of joking comments. So I'm actually not sure if he was even serious, but, um, <laughs> I actually would not have minded seeing Kolovos called up, which is like a very rare sight. If if it was anything under besides these circumstances, I would be laughing and being pissed off. But um, yeah, he's he's another omission that you could talk about. Um, yeah, exactly. Well, Fetano says, how bad is the ethniki if Kolovos is an upgrade on the current players? Yeah, it's pretty damn awful. That's that's how bad it is. But um, I also wanted to say, Spain do play Sweden uh, in this this set of games. So that sort of helps us as well in the sense that one of those teams or both of them are going to drop points. So we are four points behind Sweden. But, you know, if we get a result there and then Spain beat them, we're looking really good. So, um, you know, it's not over yet, but we're, as as we said, we're going to need to do something. And it's been a while since our last ethnic key episode. So I will remind people that, I think all of us had basically given up on JVS after the Georgia game. I think we all had a podcast where we're like, get this guy out. I don't want to see anything else. He needs to go. Um, So, you know, we're not going to sit here and act like we need, we need to see anything more. Um, If he doesn't do it in these two games, if Kosovo, we drop points, I I'm going to be calling for his head. If we, you know, even if we beat Kosovo and don't do anything against Sweden, mathematically speaking, it's going to be very difficult to get back in the race. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's already a long shot, but I think JVS has to go. And and I think he should go as soon as the qualification is out of reach, which could very much be out of this after this, uh, pair of games. Hold on the, uh, the, I, I know we said we weren't going to talk anything on Libyakos, um, but we are getting a ton of comments about the Ruben Semedo news, uh, or what's being called the, the Semedo news. Um, Guys, the this news was actually breaking in the form of an SDNA article yesterday. So everything I have seen so far 
it has not yet been named or mentioned if Semedo was a part of this. Uh, I'm not going to bring up what it was that it is believed that he did yet because we don't even know yet if it's him that did it. No one yet has been named. And the ones that are saying it's him are fans of Panathinaikos and Bauk. Okay? We are not going to bring this up yet until we see what actually happened. Semedo is already on the way out one way or another, regardless of, of, of what this was. There were off-the-field antics. There were issues playing. That's why he's leaving. So we'll comment on Semedo once we find out what the real story is behind what's going on. I'm not going to say anything else uh, beyond that. Uh, but Peter, as for the ethnic E, I think it's a good time for us to do some predictions here. I think so um, as well, Adi. Maybe not for the friendly, obviously, but for the two qualifiers. Or actually, yeah. no, do the friendly as well. Do the friendly as well. So, so yeah, for the friendly, I think we're going to – I know Switzerland are much better than us, but I think we're going to draw because it's a friendly. Maybe they uh, they back off and we you know play something cool. I think 1-1 will be the score of the friendly. I think Funtas will get on the score sheet with a goal. Uh, which might be his first goal for Greece, but I might be mistaken on that. It's also a friendly, so I don't know. Maybe people say that doesn't count, but uh, I'll say a draw against Switzerland, and you know, maybe we see a new formation. Maybe we uh, see some players that we didn't expect, but um, you know, I think a rather positive performance as we see with the friendlies, and then I think we're going to draw against Kosovo, Adi. <laughs> I think we're going to draw. I think 1-1 again will be the score. Um, Baka Setas penalty. I'm just feeling it in my heart. Um, JVS's boy will get on the score sheet. I don't think he's going to win the penalty, but I think he will He will score the penalty and will concede at some point. Um, I think we'll draw 1-1. I think we'll look toothless in attack, um, You know, especially if, if we don't play the right fullbacks to get those guys involved. And uh, I think maybe Kosovo will, will pop up. They have actually a decent bit of talent in their team and attacking players, but... Um, so I think they will get a goal. I think it will be 1-1. I don't know if JVS will be canned after that game. They might wait until after the set is over so they don't have to, like, you know, have a new manager for Sweden. But I think after that result, we're going to lose Sweden maybe 3-1 or 2-0. Uh, I don't think it will be a close game. I think we maybe could get on with a goal somewhere. But um, I think Sweden are going to handle us. As Fechino said earlier, Isak is a talented, talented player. Um, and you know, they're just a bigger, they're a big country. They've got a lot of players playing in really good teams. Uh, it's going to be a difficult one. So yeah, Adi, I'm not very optimistic. I'm predicting one point from these two, uh, competitive games, but what do you think is going to happen? Um, Switzerland is going to be probably a fun game, uh, as we know. Um, I'll say, you know what? I'm going to say it might be, it'll be fun and maybe a two, one. 2-1, Greece beats Switzerland. Kosovo, I got a bad feeling. I have a really bad feeling. Yeah. Uh, I envision a 1-1 draw against Kosovo. Adi and I, great minds think alike, yeah. And then and then a probably a 2-1 loss to Sweden. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm envisioning. I obviously hope for the best, but... We, we, we'll, as, we'll see what happens. As FM Pana says, we've got Savelas to pocket uh, Isak. Don't worry. But anyway, feel free to drop your predictions in the chat, guys, if you've got them. 
Um, we've, you know, that's basically the the crescendo of the pod. So we're going to start wrapping up soon. Zafiroko5 says JVS masterclass incoming. Yeah, and the friendly. I bet we'll see some cool stuff. Um, but that's about, I think, all we have for the ethnic key. Once again, guys, I know we have a, a section of our fan base, and don't worry, we still love you, but the section of the fan base that doesn't like the ethnic key. And don't worry, guys, because um, Lambro understands you very well. Costa understands you as well. So we'll be back to Olympiacos content soon. Um, but, you know, we just wanted to get a quick one out for people who like the ethnic key because we know we have a lot of listeners who enjoy hearing this stuff. Fetano says, only way for Tzavellas to pocket Isak is to break both of his legs. I really hope that doesn't happen. Um, we've got FM Pana says, 1-0 against Kosovo with Pen Casetas, which is a nickname that I'm going to start using, scoring the penalty. Um, so we were on the same wave about how Greece are going to get their goal. Um, but FM Pana believes we'll get the three points. I could certainly see the three points. Um, this team hasn't played in a while, so it is going to be, you know, maybe we'll see a team that plays a lot better with a lot more energy and a lot more intent in the attack. Maybe JVS has actually learned something in six months, but I mean, I don't want to be that optimistic because I'm not. Uh, Peter, before we sign off, I'm getting DMs here. Uh, okay, guys, we because we did post on the podcast now, Ruben Semedo has been arrested, okay? We, yes, he has been arrested, but we are not going any further than that because remember, being arrested doesn't yet mean he's guilty. So I'm not going to, we're not speaking on anything else. We don't have any more information. This is why I said we can't, we're not going to speak on it. We need to see the information first. Being arrested is one thing. He hasn't been found guilty yet. We don't know what legal action has been, is going to be taken. So we can't speak on it. He's been arrested. That's all we know. There's, there's fan accounts, like I said, from other teams that are saying this and that, linking different things. It's bullshit. Don't listen to them. We're going we're gonna to find out what happens, and as it happens, we will continue to tell you. But we're, we're not going to speak anymore until we have more information. This is very serious, this whole situation, and we want to make sure we have the correct information before we tell you anything. That's all. Yeah, guys, exactly. We Trust me, if, if you know, we learn more and find out that there is a guilty verdict, we're going to have takes. We, we will not be short of things to say. Trust us. But we don't want to get all worked up and, and rant and all this stuff only to have things go a certain way. So we will talk about this stuff when we have more information. Right now, there's a lot of mess flying around. As Adi said, Like this all started with an SDNA article. Um, take that what you will. So you know, we, um, we will talk about it soon, I promise. Feel free to, to get at us on social media as well because, you know, we'll always be there as new news comes out. Something new might come out in the next couple of days. You can tweet at us. You can DM us on Instagram, uh, Gate7INTL, and we'll be there to, to chat with you about it and get our take. But right now, guys, we don't want to say anything. We don't know anything yet. But um, that's about all we have today, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in, especially if you've made it this far. I know it's a weird time, un unconventional time. And it's the ethnic key, but, um, you know, international break, we've got to find something to talk about other than Olympiacos for a little bit. Um, we will be back uh, soon with more Olympiacos news. There's always stuff going on, transfers, the Semedo stuff. Um, but, yeah, we don't want to touch it yet. So um, until then, everyone, thanks so much for tuning in. Much love. 
and we will see you very soon. You just listened to an episode of the Gate 7 International Podcast, a podcast connecting Olympiacos fans from Brussels to Tokyo, from Toronto to Geneva. We are four Olympiacos fans from every corner of the world, bringing you news and interviews of the team you love in English. With new episodes twice a week, you will never miss out on the latest updates and stories of the team you love. If you liked what you heard, make sure to follow us on social media at Gate7INTL. Give us a subscribe on YouTube or even leave a review on all our podcast channels. Until next time, this is our team, our city and our story. Thrilos, you say. Στο μυαλό κάτι μαγικό.